Welcome back to the St. John Podcast, episode 17. Excited about this one for uh, four of my oldest friends, my Bay Village brethren, class of 1985. Hell, fucking yeah. So, there's no real agenda. We're going to just let it roll. Uh, again, I'm going to say a few things. I'm going to introduce everyone. Uh, in studios, Adam Walker. Then there's Mark Lowry in Columbus, Mark Creighton in San Francisco, and John Noman in Florida. So, uh, I'm going to interrupt Sandy since you haven't started the podcast recently. Hello, motherfuckers! Yeah, fuck you. Wait a minute. Did you hear that, John? <laughs> hey, I hope f bombs are allowed on this thing. Fuck yes, they all are, right. They are encouraged, of course. Just now, making sure that's all. But the uh, we know that uh, Mark Lowry is a teacher, and he has to be uh, cognizant. And Mark Creighton is a, a very important business person who doesn't want to be embarrassed. I, I know they won't be, uh, but me and John and Adam, yeah, we're gonna say whatever we want. Uh, again, we won't, we're going to do our best not to get anyone in trouble. Again, we did a lot of shit growing up, but it was never horrible. No, no murder, no rape, just uh, a, lot of, a lot of drinking and a lot of uh, weed. Of course, that was only me. <laughs> uh, Mark Lowry never did it, and Mark Critton never did it, and I mean that sincerely. I don't know about John and Adam, but I do it every day, so... Uh, I don't care, and I'm I'm retired, so not like I gave a shit even back then when I grew up. But uh, so just sincerely, I did. Mean, those guys never did that; never touched it. Uh, so good for them that they had the wherewithal to not do it. But uh, boy, you miss some good time. So, so where do we want to start, uh, Adam? Since you're here, yeah, I'll what's, start. Uh, um, <clears throat> I had just kind of thought that maybe I would, when I first was thinking about this, that I would come up with the first time that I met you and maybe a funny story after that. And I couldn't really come up with the exact time, the exact day or place that I that I first met you. I forget what grade. Was it like third grade? Possibly. We lived in the same neighborhood, but I went to private school. And so, you know, I didn't go to Glenview with any of, you know, or obviously Westerly or Normandy with anybody. And um, so it, I was just thinking it had to be sports related, right? It had to be like maybe the local football game with the Dana Millers or the Marshalls or, oh, yeah, you know, constantly some, there's constantly some some athletic football games and something in a, going on. Somebody's front yard. I forget. That was all the time. Yeah. Um, what year did you? So it was, you know, the other guys, I went to Ele Normandy. With them, then second grade or third grade, I moved to Linford, right near Adam, and uh, went to Glenview. And yeah, there was a lot of sports. There's one story I remember specifically because it's still I still think about them today. I thought about them yesterday, and it has to do with bagels and cream cheese because I had never really had one. And I walked up to his house, and we were walking somewhere. And his mom had made him a bagel with, there was so much cream, there was more cream cheese than I think there was bagel. 
and he's eating. I'm like, what the hell is that? And he told me he's baking cream cheese. And I was like, you know, you want a bite? I said, sure. And from then on, when I make a bagel, there is so much cream cheese on it. Oh, yeah. It literally, I take a bite. It's half it's on my nose and my face. And same thing when I make it for my kids and my wife. It's like, whoa, slow down there. So. Right. That's that's, that's a, what you get with private school. You get bagels with cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What what private school did you go to? Uh, it was uh, St. Paul Lutheran on Detroit Road in Westlake, um, right by Cahoon Nursery, if you remember. I, for the out-of-towners. I don't. Or anyone that's... Uh, Is this still there? Yeah, it's still there. There was 100 kids there, K through 8, and now it's probably double or triple the size. Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? So I started then going to middle school, went to Bay Middle after that. And that's obviously when but I met Mark and Mark and John. Well, probably still met those guys somewhere on the basketball court or football game or something along those lines. Yeah, there was, I, th- I believe uh, it was me, Lau, Marky, and John. I went to Ele- Normandy Elementary since kindergarten, correct? Correct. Well, John, you were at uh, were you, you were at St. Rayfield till like what fifth grade? Was he really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was at Normandy till third grade, and then moved over and went to Westerly fourth and fifth. Oh, that's right. When you moved to, and Sand, I remember when I met you. Our dads were coaching a Cub Scout softball team. Yes. And so in Bay Village, the order went, this is before travel teams, it went Cub Scout softball or Kiwanis softball, Little League, and then into the baseball leagues. And we were too young to play, but our dads managed the Indians was the name of the team. They had blue with white font T-shirts, and Tim and Steve and my brother Rich played on that team. And Sandy and I used to play with like trucks and stuff in the dirt behind the backstop at the field over behind the old middle school or up at Dover. And whenever they would play, me and Sandy would hang out because we were, you know, seven years old, six years old, at five years old, maybe at the time when those guys were playing softball. But our dads actually coached together. Didn't they play in the men's, the Bay men's club? They may have played together. Teams I know well. my dad played for years and years. Yeah, so did my dad. I think they did. Yeah. I'm going to some of those games. I was, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, fun. we've all known each other since Little League or before, you know, time-wise. I mean, I met Mark in kindergarten. You know, Sandy I would have met just before kindergarten. I mean, we've all kind of been together for a really long time, which I think is awesome. Yeah, and I think Mark was kindergarten as well for me. Yeah, because uh, Tim and your brother Tim and my brother Kip were in Cub Scouts together. Uh, and so that's correct. Uh, we met, you know, while they were doing that, they were in the same pack. And then uh, that one trip that uh, we went up to uh, your family's uh, cabin. I think it was in New York. Oh, we uh, went up there. Pennsylvania. I was there. Or Pennsylvania. Western yeah. PA, I think. Um, yeah, they had a My little... dad always remembers that trip because he shared a single bed with Grover Creighton. 
<laughs> the two of them, they slept together. My dad still talks about that. <laughs> the highlight of his life. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I, I forgot about that place. That was, it wasn't much there. It was like a little trailer on the side of a hill, but good memories. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I remember uh, the, you know, what we, you know, we were in what kindergarten. I think the older kids like had, uh, uh, you know, like Playboy that one that they were passing around and looking at after the the dads went to uh, went to sleep and and uh, we were like, hey, hey, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> What's wow. that tingling feeling I'm getting? <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, Sandy and Lau. Um, yeah, you guys started off at Normandy, and then you guys were, uh, you know, like the the White Jeffersons. You, you moved on up, and moved to the west side of town. Yeah, uh, struck it rich. <laughs> I went to Linford. Lau went to what was it? Walmart. 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 That's right. And then uh, Johnny moved in. Johnny was in, on Russell. Uh, yeah, he moved uh, or came over to Normandy in fifth grade. Right. And um, you would swing by. Your mom would come by. Uh, well, that, I guess that was like uh, middle school that started to happen when you guys would pick me up in the morning to drive to school, John. And every day. have the heat on at 100. <laughs> 100 degrees. Because it was so cold out and my mom hated the cold so bad. And it was so funny because no fail, Marky would always crack the window. And I, <laughs> it was hysterical. Was that because Brother, was that because I farted or because me, it was hey, hot? Tell me she didn't have that car at a hundred degrees. It it was it was toasty every time oh I got God, it. Oh my god, man. It kept and her just Pepsi that warm. Short ride, that short ride from our house to Bay Middle School, I felt like I had third degree burns, man. It was I was it was brutal so how hot it was. Who was driving? Was it my mom? No, this was this is uh, Mrs. Nauman. Oh, okay. She would pick me up for uh okay. take me and John to, to Bay Middle. Oh, I gotcha. Um right. unless you know we stopped at uh, you would you would demand that we stop at Lawson's. So you could go in there and uh, and buy candy. Uh, I say buy candy. Uh, yeah. Somehow, not as much was yeah. actually paid for. You got the old five finger discount. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being a big guy, uh, you would like stand here <laughs> and, <laughs> and block. And I'm like, what? What are you he doing? <laughs> he tuck his shirt in, and I'm like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> stuff would go in. He's like, okay, we're good. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> That's funny stuff. I mean, I met Sandy. I think it was sixth, sixth grade or seventh grade, Sandy. Yes. And you had a sleepover. And again, like Clay just said, you guys moved up to the west side. You know, you guys were high end. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Mark, did you have did you have central heat and air in your house? I don't remember. Well, we had heat. Uh, we had air, yeah. but it was yeah. it was called yeah, the didn't we, did, we didn't have air. air it was called the you? window. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you open the windows. We didn't either. And I'll tell you what. To this day, I had that sleepover, and I went to your house and I slept over. I had never slept in central air conditioning ever. <laughs> 
to this day, it's the greatest sleep I've ever had in my life. They used to keep it their basement. Awesome. Their basement was like an icebox down there. When you go down oh, there, yeah. you're like, oh. I, I went home and I told my parents, hey, you got to step your game up. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You got box fans and they got AC. There's this new thing called air conditioning. How'd that go over, John? Dog sleeping in front of the fan, <laughs> trying to move him out of the way to get some air. Johnny so was trying to file adoption papers. Like beautiful. Uh, it's funny you say he was filing adoptive papers. Maya, <laughs> but I was always I lived at his house the one summer. Uh, I don't know, between seventh and eighth grade or sixth, seventh. We, be, we were just best buds all together and literally his team McCoy his uncle literally I'd walk in the house and like don't you have a home this old grumpy fat guy who just couldn't stand me every time he saw me just stop eating our food get the hell out of here yeah man you were shooting pool he goes I'm gonna take you on the road <laughs> I mean we're like we're like 14 years old my only saving grace is I was a somewhat pool, could be a pool shark for him other than that he could yeah. stand the side of af- me after you after you had uh after you had stayed over like like three nights in a row you stayed over during the summer one time and <laughs> and T he goes you know like you just said he's like don't you have a home you know we look <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's got a home, and it's got AC. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're doing here. Johnny, I remember sitting at your kitchen table. You made eggs, and you were jiggling the eggs on the plate, and you're like, look, it's like T's stomach. And then T, right then, walks in without a shirt on and starts yelling at us for something, and we can't stop laughing because you're still shaking the eggs. It's just like the dumbest oh. things we remember. I mean, I'm 55, and I remember that very clearly. And the stuff I've forgotten that's really important, but I still remember shaking those eggs, and T just comes in, and he's just like, what are you doing in here? And you're just... Yeah. Yeah. Not, to mention, not to mention he was probably smoking at the table. Yeah. My dad was probably smoking at the table. Yeah. Yeah, we were all, we were all health nuts back then. <laughs> And Johnny was just brutal to T. Absolutely. Johnny was brutal. 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 I mean, he was brutal to us and, and to John, but John didn't give a shit. Like, shut up, fat man, or whatever. I don't think he said it too loud wherever you hear it, but he said it. I could hear it. I laughed. So it was uh, good times. I tell, I tell people, you know, when uh, talking to people and asking them, you know, about their kids and, if, you know, asking how old they are, and if they say, Oh, you know, the key, kids, my kids are, you know, th- they just turned 13. I always tell the story of how, because, uh, you know, Sandy's birthday is in October, Lau's October, Johnny, yours is December, Joel's is December, mine's January, uh, Tim Lumsden's January, that when we all turn 13, your mom just goes, get out. <laughs> she goes, I don't want to see you in my house until you turn 14 or 15. And I was like, why? I was like, we're teenagers. And she goes, I know teenagers. Get out of my house. <laughs> well, funny things uh, that we took her up on that because we, lo- <laughs> we left the house 
a lot, usually in the middle of the night, and we'd do a sleepover. Uh, not all these guys. Okay, some would behave, but me and a few others uh, would leave the house for John's house. We'd but leave, when leave at 3 a.m. Say you were sleeping at John's house. John said he's sleeping at Sandy's house. Oh, we did that a lot, that, and then we just times. and then we'd just go out and wander around Bay Village and sneak into girls' houses. We had keys to their houses. We'd sneak in the back door and go to the basement. Uh, a lot of we won't name names, but it happened a let's lot. Let's not mention any names. No, <laughs> won't happen. But uh, there were. More. Let's keep let's keep some things private here, bro. <laughs> it, it was more than a few, so. But it was, well, it was, I mean, it was Johnny's innocent. house was always the end destination, right? Because Mrs. Nauman worked a 11 to 7 shift, and Mr. Nauman usually had a few Wiedemans and was <laughs> asleep. And so it was like the perfect storm. Wherever you start, wherever you started the night, you ended at Johnny's house, and then it was whatever you want. You just had to be uh, out or good to go by the time his mom got home at 7. <laughs> except for that one time when uh we were well one you know uh my house was picked quite often because my mom would always make pancakes in the morning and everybody's yeah. like wow we get free breakfast at the crate <laughs> uh, but the we came back too early and we couldn't go to my house it was still like five or it was probably like six so we went to perkins you remember that time we went to Perkins oh, yeah. and they weren't even open. We sat on the curb <laughs> and uh, we waited for them to open. We went in and uh, John Chad used to work in the kitchen back there. And so we're sitting at the table and the waitress comes over. She asked what we wanted. And uh, somebody asked for a cheeseburger and they went in the back and we just hear Johnny check. I'm not making those assholes a cheeseburger at <laughs> seven in the morning. <laughs> right, we'd order all different sorts of stuff, knowing that Johnny had to cook it and pull all that stuff out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm Johnny, uh, you used to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm o. surprised anyone had money. <laughs> uh, we didn't. This was the thing. We would order all this stuff on one check and then Johnny would order like coffee and toast on the other one. Then he would take the other check and crumple it up. <laughs> the dine and dash. <laughs> and we pay for the coffee and the toast. That's good. Well, stuff. Adam, hey, have you have you told uh should we tell the uh where's my son story? Oh geez. Yes, go ahead. I, I was thinking about that one the other day, and so, I wasn't sure if I had all the details well, but that, so, uh, that was one Adam, that was in my head. Yeah, go ahead, John. I was there. All right, so at, Adam and Sandy are sleeping at the house, and <laughs> I think we had a couple cocktails while being No. I think it was Genesee Cream Ale at the time. Oh, it was our, our drink of choice. That would sound correct. That's what we could afford. And... uh <laughs> Adam and I sneak out. Sandy's out cold at, at my house. He's out cold. <laughs> and we're walking down the street. And I, you know, we'll leave names out of it, but I'm sure we all know where we're headed. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, this Mercedes pulls up. This little, I think it was a 350 SL, the little two-door one. <laughs> I looked at Adam. I go, oh, shit. Shit, that's Mrs. Hahn. 
She pulls up next to us. We're walking down the middle of the street. Two thirty-three. I think it was. I think it was Osborne. You're walking in the middle Brack, of Osborne. Brackenway at four in the morning. Yeah, Brackenway, okay. right off Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, her window goes down, and she goes, "Where's my son?" I go, "He's at my house sleeping." Well, where are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> Being quick on the feet, I turned to, I go, well, we got basketball practice tomorrow. We got to go to Adams and pick up this basketball. <laughs> basketball. You were quick You were smooth, one. Johnny. You were smooth operator. <laughs> so, Where's my son? He goes, well, you tell Sam. Well, she, I, I, we were right What's down it, Alex? from <laughs> your house. So we walked to your house. We have to sneak into your house because you're not. We're not supposed to be out. <laughs> I have to get on the phone again, long before cell phones. Call my house, wake my father up, tell him to go downstairs, wake Sandy up, get him on the phone so he can talk to his mother. <laughs> I'm sure. Holy shit, brother! I that would... was. I, I was sleeping in your living room when all that happened. I didn't go out. I stayed there. I was there that night. Um, now, what's that? I was there that night. I remember. Oh, were you there? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I mean, look, when my mom worked, everybody slept over. So I don't right. remember all, all the players in the game. But <laughs> holy Christ. I just remember looking at Adam going, how the hell are we going to pull this one off? You came through. Adam brother. just looks at me and goes, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, now we got to go into my house. So I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. I don't think that ended well for me, like a, a <laughs> lot of nights and stupid shenanigans I did. But, uh, boy, there's such good memories. Wish we could share. A lot of long memories. A lot, well, we, we share them between ourselves, but some of these aren't for public consumption. So the... Uh, that's the beauty of growing up the way we did. I mean, Bay Village has its drawbacks for sure, but to grow up in a bubble like that, and here we are so many years later, and we still have, like, as you guys are telling stories, I could complete a lot of the sentences. Like, those things haven't gone away, um, and it's just a special place. I don't know how many friends you have. Maybe you met later in life or in college or adult friends, you know, that you have now that they don't have that common experience. Like they, I don't even talk to people from high school or I, what, you still travel with friends from high school or, or like, yeah, we, we've just managed to be able to keep the, keep the ship afloat, you know, and I'm proud of that, Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of that goes back to just friendships growing up and, and people having so much in common and common memories like this, um, I don't know. I think it's a special time. And the fact that Sand wants to do this podcast and just talk about old times, I think is awesome. Yeah, it's 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 been special, the relationship we've all had for so long. And we've always stayed in touch, you know, not all the time, but talking, mm -hmm. texting here and there. And and then what was even more special was when I got sick and um, you guys were always there uh, calling, texting, just checking in and you know, trying to make me laugh, which which I love. So that was really, really, really special and still is. And we're going to do more of these because one's, one's not enough. We're going to have to do a recurring 
show, maybe every month or so, whenever it was available. Maybe we'll have some other guests. Uh, until your viewership drop drops in. off because of us on being on so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Get those guys off. No, I think I would, you should be one with the people that were at the houses we were going to. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, you know, saying I'm so I'm honored to be on this podcast um, also. And, you know, as you say, it's not always easy to, you know, stay in touch with, you know, 50 friends and let them know what's going on in your life. And this is this is therapeutic for me too, you know, to hear hear how you're doing each week, you know, and I know you don't want to talk to me every single day. <laughs> and, I'm okay, and tell I'm okay how, with that and tell me how, how you're feeling good or bad and I think it's a great way to stay connected to a lot of people without having you know to exert yeah it's it really has been unbelievably therapeutic and just not only comments I get from people on a weekly basis and it's really just keeps growing and growing because I'm on this MSA Facebook page where I'm posting comments and videos to try and help people. I want to give back as much as I can because I am feeling better. It's not still a struggle every morning. It's unbelievably difficult, but once I get going, I, I want to get out. And, uh, and again, the responses I'm getting from people when my trainer shared the, the videos of me golfing last week, um, it was amazing the response from people like, you know, how'd you not fall over? And I almost did several times, but I didn't. Uh, but you know, I didn't think I was gonna ever golf again. And to go out and do that, uh, now I'm anxious to do more. But and I want to share more. I'm gonna put those videos on my website just so other people can look at them um, to inspire them to not give up and just keep trying. Absolutely, Sam, man, you know, you, what you're doing and how you're doing it and how you're handling this is yeah, truly uh, an inspiration. And, you know, you talk about, you know, us making, being around to make you laugh. I think the biggest thing was uh, making sure that you got to that place where you were making us laugh hmm. again, because that's what you do. I mean, that is you, um, uh, you know, you enjoy life you share the, these types of stories and experiences and you know if if at any time that uh there was a funny story that was taking place you were usually involved um <laughs> because you could because you made it so um and you know and to Lau's point us growing up together um you know starting at such young age ages you know we were just intertwined in each other's um lives each other's families and uh you know grew up as you know as a family as uh, you know kind of you know brothers absolutely yeah I, I did push a little too hard sometimes to try and get laughs and it didn't always work but uh but that was you too hey, yeah even chris, even chris farley didn't get a laugh every single time so <laughs> you're you're forgiven <laughs> yeah it was i still try and do that but you know like you said my there was for a few years, when I got this diagnosis, I wasn't laughing, and I didn't want to even talk to people. And it was just so brutal. It's hard to describe. I've tried to do that in other podcasts because it was just awful, and I thought I was, I was convinced I was dying. And 
I'm not. I'm living, and I'm happy. I'm excited to keep going. Uh, I'm not stopping. I'm, and I want to keep inspiring others. And anyone else who wants to ever talk, email, please do. I've tried to reach out to a number of people, you know, MSA community, and say just because they're always asking questions. And I have a lot of answers because I went through everything they went through. And they're, what about this symptom? What about that? What about this? The nausea, the sickness, dizzy, you know. I have had it all. Every single, I almost want to answer their questions. Every time who's asking, is this a MSA? The answer is yes. It fucks up your whole body, everything. Nothing was working right. And it's starting to work a lot better. It's still a struggle, but uh, I'm going to keep going. And nice to know that I have you guys, uh, as well as a lot of other important people, to support me. And really can't thank you enough. Well, I will Absolutely, say that brother. In all the years I've known you, anytime I've ever gone out with you, you've made the night better. It's a better night if you're there. There are times I'll be heading somewhere and Adam will be like, hey, FYI, Sandy's here. And I think, oh my God, I'm about to have a great night. <laughs> I better bring my A game, but I'm, I'm also going to have a great night. And the laughter and just sitting there and knowing I'm going to laugh my ass off the entire <laughs> night because Sandy's here. It, you've made every night I've ever seen you better. And the reason why I bring that up now is since you were diagnosed and all the struggles that you've been going through, every time I've seen you, you still do that, you know, and, and we've exchanged some serious texts about your condition and, and had serious conversations about it. And what I do like about the podcast is you're still Sandy. You, you talk about all the serious things and the struggles. And I think that's really important. And like Mark said, I like, hearing that because I, I want to know how you're doing. I think there are a lot of people out there that want to hear everything that you're doing, but the few times, you know, when I, when I'm in Cleveland and we can hook up for a few hours, to give you a compliment. The standard thing is I'll text Mark or text Adam if he's not there and just say, he's still Sandy. <laughs> I mean, you're you and you always will be. And I love that. We still see that even though we know, you know, what a battle you're going through. Yeah. So. Well, thanks, Shatana. It, it, it was very hard at times. And again, there was a lot of weeks and months where I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't leave the house. But then once, whenever I did feel a little better, I, I, had, I had to get out and be with people and to try and make them laugh. That makes me feel better, even though, again, it doesn't always work. But, you know, a lot of times I'm out with people and I'm saying stupid shit and I'm laughing and they're looking at me like, why, why are you laughing at your own jokes? Like, it's just fucking funny, you know? Come on. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, it's not. Nobody else is laughing. Well, fuck them. I don't care. That was just... They they just don't know you like we do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but they... You can usually get them turned around, certain people. And if I don't, then I just piss them off more because <clears throat> I'll make fun of them until they leave. But that, that's how I roll. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say that, uh, you know, what Lau said, um, you know, anytime you were involved, I did uh, out you and Adam at some point, uh, you know, I came home, I think from Adam's house, and, uh, and it was discovered that uh, I may have imbibed a few, 
few Genesee cream ales that night and my mom made uh, uh, an issue of it. And she was like, who were you with? And I was like, oh, Sandy and Adam. And so whatever something uh, was kind of, uh, you know, going down, she's like, were you with Sandy and Adam? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. Right. She, we're the first ones now she thinks of when something's bad, huh? Yes. <laughs> you know what? It's, I get that a lot. <laughs> a lot of people use me as a crutch. You know, oh, it was Sandy. Oh, stay away from him. He's trouble. It was, it was always fun. That's for sure. I mean, I, I try. That's all I want to do, and I, I'm going to keep doing it, even if I, I piss people off. But <laughs> keep oh. dialing it up to eleven, my man. Yes, goes to eleven. <laughs> so, one of the other things I wanted to bring up because me and Lau were talking. Just some other cool stories because they're leaving for their baseball trip. Um, Friday? Friday. Friday, Friday, yeah. So I think I I tell people about this a lot because it's just so damn cool. So you guys just talk about who's involved in 30 years, right? Yeah. We started in uh, 1990. Uh, Me and Mark Lowry are the originals who have done every trip that we've gone on. Uh, It just started off as we went, they were tearing down old Comiskey Park. We saw a night game there, a day game at Wrigley, and drove back. That was the first trip in 1990. And now, 32 years later. This will be 32. 32 years later. I think I was living in Chicago then. Yeah. I was. Because you remember you came... Came visit. I don't know if I went. To, I did go to Comiskey. I don't know if I went with you, but then I remember meeting you guys after at a bar, and we just got nuts. I think we all stayed at Mary Beth's like apartment or something. We didn't have money for a hotel. I think we crashed at Mary over Beth. on on West Deming Street. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy, there's some stories about that place. Oh yeah. Yikes. So well, the uh, and you've been what? They've been to every single every major league stadium. Mark, what's the count? 52? Something like that, yeah. Something like 52 stadiums. Obviously, they tear one down and build a new one, so there's two. And you've been to ones out of the country? We've been to Alaska. We've been to San Juan. Yeah, I mean. College baseball, right? Montreal, before the Expos left. Montreal. We went down to Puerto Rico because they played 20, the Rangers played, or the Expos played 20 games in san juan one year so we went down for that you know we've we've ventured out everywhere and you know chris pagan went on that first one with us and my old roommate from college steve you know and then mark started going and we've had people you know the one of the great things about the trip is it's that one week a year where we kind of stop what we're doing and spend that together but the people that have joined us along the way i mean if we're in san diego and we have friends and nancy schlinker and Jeannie potter want to go to a genie simon want to go to a game they can or people that we hook up with down in houston or wherever we are and so we all are bringing our friends into this and our old friends together too and so you know it's that to me is the best part and we don't even watch the games barely <laughs> you know, we find standing room areas we talk and we laugh and we catch up and we have some beers and at the end of the game it's like 
hey, who had three RBIs tonight? And be like, I don't know. Like, we barely even watched it. So at the beginning, we wanted to find the best seats. You know, it was all about the seats. And then it just as it evolved, it was just, well, we're just going to hang out and talk anyway. So who cares if we're standing in an outfield section? And so that's kind of how we treat it, you know, and it's about just hanging out and being together. Yeah, I started going in 1995 when you got when I moved to New York, you guys came out and then we went up to Boston. We connected with Tim Rogers, who we grew up with. Um, but hearing your original stories of when you guys were like sleeping in the vans and on people's floors, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not about that. Um, so <laughs> I waited till Classic we got to that point where, little. yeah, exactly. Class the trip up a little bit, sleep, sleep in a hotel. Uh, on a bed for a change, um, <laughs> long drive, uh, you know, can't we take a, they have these things called planes. They go places, um, you know, in between the days where, uh, there wasn't a game, uh, and, and Pagan, uh, elevated this too, but, you know, go to like, uh, you know, a museum, you know, he went to, uh, like the JFK museum or, you know, we were down in new Orleans and went to a bunch of different things. And so, a uh, little bit of culture that I like to bring to the table. <laughs> yeah, there was that one early trip we were in Philadelphia. I think there were five of us. And that's before you had hotel reservations and things. So we get this one room in Philadelphia and all they have left is one bed in one little tiny room. And there's five of us. And we didn't know what to do. And someone's like, oh, I know. Let's pull the mattress off the box spring and put it on the floor. Then we have two queen size beds right. and we all thought well that's a great idea <laughs> and so we pull the mattress off and when we pull the mattress off to put it on the floor there's a bunch of porn mags that someone had stuffed <laughs> not one of us whoever had stayed there before jackpot maybe that was their stash in between the mattress and the box spring and you would think we would have been grossed out by that and found another room no I those, those magazines story. made the rest of the trip. <laughs> so those were in the van the whole rest of the ride. Those are very useful. Sweet. I'm just a boy from the suburbs. <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. So hey, that, what was your what was your favorite stadium? Adam? Oh, well, you know, it's always the old school ones, you know, Wrigley and Fenway, but uh, my favorite of the new ones is actually Pittsburgh. That, Pittsburgh is a fantastic That's a fantastic and ballpark. For anyone in Cleveland, I've been to that one. Take a one tank trip and go to go to Pittsburgh. It's one it's a great city and two the stadium is phenomenal. You get the river views and it's really cool. I agree. I've been there. It's great. Uh, Did you guys like Wrigley? Yeah, Wrigley's Wrigley and Fenway I think are the best two, the oldest two and they're they're classic. Right. And as Adam said, of the new ones, I always put San Francisco just ahead of Pittsburgh. But the two of them, I think, of the new ones are still the, the best. And Progressive Field, I still think, like a top five stadium. It's great. It's, it, it's yeah. been able to, you know, now that it's 28 years old, it's been able to change and evolve a little bit. And I still love that. But, right, San Francisco and Pittsburgh for me, too. I can't believe it's been 28 years that I know the first game at Progressive Field, um, Lau and Adam were going to it. And I was working. Yeah, I took um, I took my son. He's a, my youngest. When he turned 18, I took him to Wrigley. The crazy thing about Wrigley is when the game's not over, you know, most most places they you know they hustle you out of there. 
But if the Cubs win, I mean, it's a party afterwards. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they don't, it's not like, hey, everybody, okay, start moving out. It's like everybody's dancing, everybody's hanging out, drinking. It, Wrigley's, that, it, Wrigley's my favorite. That was, it was a blast. Yeah, it, there's so much more entertainment going around outside Wrigley Field than going in, on inside. There's bands, people dancing, like you said, Johnny. It's just, it's nuts. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Wrigley, Wrigley, if you look at the, uh, like, out at the bleachers on a nice day at Wrigley, uh, I looked at it and I was like, it's a beach party and there's a baseball game that just happens to be going on because people are, like, hitting the beach yeah. balls up in the air and people are out in the sun and drinking and just having a good time. Yeah, it is when a they raise that W flag, man, all of hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is uh, fun. My, my Fenway, s- old old school ballpark, but Fenway is like one of the most uncomfortable places to watch a game or go to. Yeah. Um, it is just the seats are very. Seeing as a big guy, they're very tight. You may be sitting on the like third base line, and you're looking out into center field. And you get a neck ache trying to look back at home. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, as an old school ballpark, it is a uh, thumbs up. <clears throat> right. If my camera was home plate, you could be sitting like this and your seats are facing this way and you got to do this the whole time. It's it's pretty it's pretty rough, but <laughs> it's old. You know, what can you do? Yeah. And my, my son lives in Chicago in Lincoln Park. And he's nothing better than really a day game at really. And he sent me pictures and like, oh, I'm going to be here a lot. And then he had these pictures of what they call a a cup snake. You guys yeah. heard? Yeah. I've never heard of that. And he said, yeah. what the hell is that? They're people, they drink their cups of beer and they just start forming together. And it's just like 30 foot long cup snake winding through the crowd. I'm like, that is fucking awesome. Why didn't we yeah. think of that? I know. <laughs> Damn it. We built pyramids. <laughs> I think we are more interested in the next full beer that was in a, in another cup. Why waste holding an empty cup? Get rid of that one. Get one that, that has beer that, in it. <laughs> very, very true. So uh, we're at a little over 40 minutes now, and this went by in no time at all. So we're definitely going to do this again. Um, but Anyone else has anything else they want to say before we sign off? Uh, have Johnny, you have anything? I know you've been having problems hearing yeah, everybody. I'm, you got I'm anything? still having a hard time hearing, but the one thing I do want to say to Sandy is <clears throat> your podcast, brother, is very inspirational. I don't miss an episode of it. Uh, I usually watch it every Friday. Uh, if it drops late, I'll catch it on Saturday. But you're doing a great job, man. You're doing a lot of great things for a lot of people that I don't think you understand, uh, you know, how how important this is for more people than just yourself. Uh, you're, you just just keep up the good work, brother. You're, you're doing a great job. Thanks, John. It means a lot. And, again, it was that's the main reason I'm doing it now to help others because of the response I'm getting. I mean, I started doing it initially just for myself because it was therapeutic to just talk about it. But then responses I got were so amazing. It's like, yes, I want to, I want to help. I want to give back. And again, 
selfishly, it does make me feel real good. Quite frankly, even on the way here, I had a slow morning, wasn't feeling great, and now I feel awesome. So uh, I think we're going to go somewhere and have a few drinks. All right. There you go. Um, Amen to what, uh, to what Johnny said. Um, you know, and when you give, uh, it comes back, you know, tenfold. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, this 40 minutes, like you said, went by very fast. There's plenty more stuff to talk about. You know, uh, you know, your brother, uh, Steve's bachelor party wrestling in this front yard afterwards, uh, oh. syrup stories, oh, um, yeah. Baldwin Wallace, <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. plenty of stuff. Ooh, those are bad. I was telling Sandy in the car that, uh, I, I was bad. Right. I told Sandy in the car, like, we're going to be 40 minutes in. It'll be like, we haven't hit 1974 yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, for the next one, maybe we'll. I'm going to start to put together a list. Just Marky just railed off five stores. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Ooh, that was bad. And all of those animals got arrested. But uh, <laughs> I evaded it. I did get arrested a few times. But, uh, boy, those are some good stories I'd forgotten about. I'm going to start writing some of these down. And have you guys write them down, too? And we'll, we'll filter them because there's some that should not be shared. Uh, but there's parts of some that I think could be. And. Again, I, I don't give a shit, but uh, I know you guys have reputations. Can I have the honors, then, of ending the show here? Absolutely. All right. One more. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Thank you, uh, my brothers from Bay Village, Class 85. Love you, brother. Love, Love you, too. Man. Love all you guys. Love, Love you guys. You. All right. Take care. Thanks, Steve. Take care. Thanks. See you.